Hey, hey, lovely. Regan Cheek here. Welcome to Dive In. This is your podcast with practices, ideas, and conversations to shift the paradigm of your reality to one that's filled with pleasure and serves you well. You'll be hearing from me and other delicious beings on how to do just that. Let this podcast expand your mind, connect you with your body, and dive deep into your heart. I am so stoked to have you here to dive in with me. When I thought about my experience and how I actually got to have this incredible, what I can only describe as ecstatic birth experience, I was thinking, how did I even get here? How did this happen? Not that we're going to have any more children. It's not that I want to replicate it, but I'm just really intrigued to know because as I said earlier, I don't feel like I had prepared for this birth. Whilst I had said, I had really, um, as I mentioned before, when I was flipping my fears around birth, that two-part series in my IGTVs, um, yeah, I was flipping my beliefs about what my birth would be like. And one of the things I did was, and this is something I share with my clients as well that we often play with, is going OTT with our beliefs. So where you basically you decide what it is that you want and then you go OTT with it. So for example, I just wanted a pleasant birth. I didn't want this fast, furious, really short, like a painful kind of birth. I just wanted a pleasant birth. So in the work that I do, I know that I can make that seem so much more achievable and believable and actually draw that experience into being by yeah, having that kind of vision in my mind and having my energy behind it. So what I did in terms of going OTT was saying, right, I'm going to have an orgasmic birth. It's not going to just be pleasant. I'm going to have an orgasmic birth. So every time those thoughts would come up about birth, I would just remind myself it's going to be an orgasmic birth. When I thought about having a pleasant birth, because I'd focused so much on having an orgasmic birth, that a pleasant birth was totally doable in my mind by then. A pleasant birth was totally achievable, totally possible. So for me, really having that mindset, really focusing on what it is that you want, having the feelings uh, of that thing coming true, focusing on having that supportive language and aligned action um, really then draws that experience to you. So I hadn't thought I had done a lot of aligned action to reach an orgasmic or, or an ecstatic birth. And then I was speaking to a friend who had started a meal train for me. If you know anyone who's going to be birthing soon, be like my friend Kelly and start a meal train for them. It's the best. And she popped around and I said, I don't know how I got this amazing, incredible, ecstatic birth. You know, I didn't read any books. And, and she said, oh, Regan, you know, you live your whole life and move through life and do everything in your life as a goddess. You said, why should your birth be any different? And I was like, you know what? You're totally right. And I had done a whole bunch of other kind of things that were preparation for this ecstatic birth that I just hadn't really decided that that was the thing that was going to lead to the ecstatic birth. 
And so I guess I want to share with you some of those things that really helped me to reach an ecstatic birth. And I guess the first one is allowing my connection with my body to become so strong that when my body sends me messages of what it wants, what it needs, I can listen to it and I can honor it. And there's no question about it. So I have a really strong relationship that I've fostered with my body. And what that has led to is a whole range of things, um, including, you know, really, it's really easeful for me to make decisions based on what my body and my desires are. It's really simple for me to know where my boundaries lie. It's really simple for me to connect with my intuition. And so these were things that I was doing all throughout my pregnancy, just naturally and in my work as well. And where I share how to do all of these things because I I live my work. And another thing was whilst connecting with my body, also connecting with my senses, having sensuality as a practice throughout my day. So not just some kind of a practice that I do for an hour once a week or every morning for 10 minutes or anything like that, literally connecting with my senses in every moment of every day. Often I wouldn't be doing it in every moment of day. I wouldn't be doing it in every moment of every day, but that's the practice. The practice is to remember to weave those sensuality practices into everything that you're doing in your day. So for me, it comes second nature to experience a sensual experience for everything that I do. It comes down to even (laughs) my sensual sandwiches. So putting on a playlist and making sandwiches and filling my kids' lunchboxes for preschool in a way that feels really sensual and sometimes ridiculous and hilarious. So that works too. Something else that I really experienced, focused on, played with throughout my pregnancy and leading up to my pregnancy really for the last few years is really knowing and letting my inner goddess guide me. So she's the one who lets me know what my desires are. She's the one that connects me with my intuition and allows me to access that kind of other realm of my dreams and my visions. Yeah, so just like connecting with my body, really knowing that inner goddess within me and what she craves, what she desires and honoring that has been such a huge, such a huge shift for me, such a huge, um, I want to say a really important key to accessing this ecstasy in birth, in life in general, in existence. I spoke about that I was like coaching myself through flipping my fears and shifting some of my beliefs because again, no matter how much body work you do, and this is why I believe we can integrate the mind and the body. So often we see when it does come to looking at feminine and masculine, and I've been susceptible to this as well in the past, you know, this idea that, oh, the, the feminine and the, the body and emotions and sensuality um, needs to be segregated from the masculine and the mind and mentality. The thing is, our thoughts create our beliefs, create our emotions, our actions, behaviors, and experiences. So if we want to affect 
our experiences, we then then need to affect our thoughts, right? And there's a whole lot more on this in the programs that I teach, one that's coming up, which will be the ripple effect, which is going to be amazing. But anyway, coaching myself through those fears and shifting my beliefs was huge because if I had gone into that birth thinking it's going to be short, it's going to be fast, it's going to be really intense, Um, you know, if my second birth was like that, then this one's going to be even shorter and more intense, then that creates fear, which creates tension, which creates pain, which creates contraction and probably would have intensified things and made things pretty intense. So I was able to really surrender because I'd let let go of that belief a long time before I'd actually gone into labor. There was a number of other things that I had kind of focused on in terms of mindset and beliefs, um, but that's really one that stands out for me. What else do I feel like is a really important key to accessing that ecstatic birth? Mm. I suppose definitely learning to trust myself in a way that's really unapologetic. Trust myself, trust my body, trust my desires, and to really honor them. So I've shared this before in one of my programs called The Pleasurepreneur, that our desires are meant for us. I believe our desires are meant for us. I believe our desires are the vehicle to help us reach our potential. And so when we can access those desire access those desires by having that strong connection with our body to actually know what it is that we crave. So when we can access those desires through connecting with our body, we have the option then to honor them and flow with them or resist them and try and rationalize them because often our desires aren't rational often they're not logical often they don't make sense or they don't seem like they come in the right order and we can get all up in our head and question well if i do follow this desire then how will i get to this next step or how will this create this impact or how will that and that's what i mean about this trust I was allowing myself to really trust those desires, trust those cravings, trust my body and not question it, not question about the how. And so that has been an absolutely divine monumental shift in what I think achieving my ecstatic birth, but also in business, in knowing what I want to share with the world, in creating my offerings, in calling in amazing clients in finding my people. Um, It's also been so impactful in such a positive way in my relationship with my children, with those close to me, with my clients. And having that deep trust within myself has meant that I have not, I have not handed over my power I have been able to stand in my sovereignty and really govern for myself what it is that I need, what it is that I want, what's going to work for me, what I want for my family, what I want for my business, what I want for those that I love and where I want to be going in my world. So it has just been such a 
an eye-opening experience to see how all of those things, plus a few other things that I've been doing, have really allowed me to open myself to receive such an incredible ecstatic birth. And what has followed on from that has been a divine postpartum period. Um, I didn't have any tearing. I My milk came in after about 36 hours. Normally it's like three or four days. Um, I feel like after a couple of days, I felt like I'd gone for like a big bike ride and that was it. So I've felt amazing and I've healed so well. I'm recovering really well. And this kind of deep trust and connection with my body and connection with my feminine and and connecting with the goddess frequency has really enabled me to lean back in this postpartum period and be open to receiving. Now, I have received so much love and support and practical help over the last week than I have with my last, then my last two children combined. I have received meals. I've received probably, I think it was probably close to 400, you know, messages, comments, DMs in my socials um, of congratulations and love and support. Um, I've had people caring. I've had my mum caring for my kids around the clock while Jake finishes some um, training that he's doing at the moment. And this, I don't think could have happened before. Even if the support was there for me, energetically, I wasn't able to receive. So just as I could trust and surrender in birth, which was, I feel like was so optimal to have the birthing experience I had, I've also been able to practice receiving and allowing myself to receive because not only do we create energetic boundaries for others in terms of maybe what a strong no might be but we also create energetic boundaries for what we're open to receiving so if you're looking around in your world right now and you think well I didn't get that help or I would like to have I would like to receive this kind of support or have these kind of people in my life or have this kind of practical support, but it's just not there for me. Then I invite you to consider how it is that you are open to receiving in all areas of your world. And it's the simple things. Something that I noticed in my pregnancy was I'd gone for a really early morning walk and I went past a coffee shop and I sat down for a coffee. I think I'd been up since like four o'clock that morning. So I was like, my treat, I'm giving myself a coffee. So delicious. And I thought I'll take home Jake a coffee as well. And he gets his extra hot. Now, look, I'm sharing these details because it's important. Um, (laughs) Bit of context. So yeah, I was going to carry his coffee home on the, the walk home and the barista had said, oh, would you like me? He walked outside, gave me the coffee and then said, oh, would you like me to get you an extra cup to put around that? It's pretty hot. And previously I would have gone, oh no, it's fine. I've got it. And, you know, probably would have walked home like with my hand burning. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just going to let my hand melt and be in a bit of pain for the next 10 minutes, walk home. And I was like, yes, please. That'd be great. And it was easy. He got me a cup and I walked home. My hand didn't melt. And I thought, 
Honestly, this is a big deal for me. I wonder if you're the same, particularly I noticed this with the women who I work with. As women, it seems we have a hard time receiving. We have a hard time accepting accepting compliments, accepting help, accepting anything that anything could make our lives a little bit easier or nicer or more beautiful. Like perhaps if we're capable of doing something, we should do it and we shouldn't be getting anyone else to do it for ourselves. Perhaps if we have enough already, we shouldn't want more. So yeah, I invite you to yeah, have a look around and see how it is that you're receiving things. See how you're receiving compliments. See how you're receiving help. See how you're receiving anything. Because how we do one thing is how we do all things. You might also like to consider how you are surrendering, how you are allowing yourself to dive into that feminine spontaneity and that chaos over control, how you are allowing yourself to move with flow and follow your desires, be desire driven as opposed to goal driven, which is the masculine. If something that represents an ecstatic existence is something that you desire. So I'm going to leave it here and (laughs) just realized I've been talking in a very breathy, relaxed kind of tone. Like I said, I'm still in this post baby, post birth baby bubble. And it's so lovely. It is so divine. All right. Well, I'm going to leave that with you there. I would love to know if you enjoyed this episode, if my insight into birth and how I reach an ecstatic birth is something that has interested you. If you know of any body who is about to be a birthing person, you might like to share this and the last episode with them. But ultimately, we get to choose what kind of existence we have, right? And if that's an ecstatic one, how can you start to maybe bring some more ecstasy, more pleasure, more divinity, more sensuality into your world, whether that's into your day-to-day life, whether that's into your birth space, whether that's into your relationships, whether that's into your business or the work that you do in the world, how we do one thing is how we do all things. So if this is something that interests you, I will be sharing a a whole lot deeper into these practices, how to weave them into your life, how to curate experiences and practices into your world that will help you dive deeper and connect in with that inner goddess of yours in the next few programs I'm leading. The first one will be Divine Days, which is an introduction into... Uh, feminine energy and knowing and honoring your feminine essence harmonizing the feminine and the masculine so that's divine days and then we'll have the ripple effect after that which is everything that I've shared throughout this podcast in terms of what I have learnt, experienced and now share in terms of creating an ecstatic existence, whether that be in birth or in any area of your life. 
And I'm also offering the goddess experience, which will be a private one-on-one experience over a few weeks where you have a uniquely curated experiential exploration into accessing, knowing and honoring your inner goddess. So check out my Instagram. If any of those things interest you, Regan underscore fig, if you are loving these episodes and you're getting benefit out of them, I invite you to please share that in a review. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, I would love, love, love to connect with you. Come and say hi. I am sending you so much love. Bye for now. Thank you so much for diving in with me today. I hope you enjoyed listening and that we get to hang out together in the next episode. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss it and pass it forward to a friend who could use a little dive in action. I really appreciate your time, your attention and your energy in tuning in and would love to know what gems you're getting from this podcast. You'll find me on Instagram on the regular. So come and say hi and tag me if you're listening and loving these episodes. 